Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope a place where you get to believe in what is possible for your life. And today I have the great honor to have Tanya Janke on the show with us again. Today, though, we're going to talk about something completely different. Tanya is a registered nurse of 25 years. She is passionate about keeping families healthy and happy to healthy and happy together by sharing the whole food nutrition of Juice Plus. She is happily married to Corey for 27 years. That might be 28 years now. And they have one son, Christopher, who is going to be the topic of our conversation today. She is also the owner of two sweet pups who fill her life with love and fun. Welcome, Tanya. Why, Nada? Thank you so much for that warm welcome. And it is a great honor to be here with you. I love oh. your light. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much because you're such a, uh-huh. you're just a sweet soul. And I love spending time mm-hmm. with you. And so today, the last time you and I sat down and talked, we were talking all about nutrition and you being a nutrition mm-hmm. coach, a health coach. And this conversation is the complete opposite. It It is Mm -hmm. all about adoption because I did not know that you had adopted your son, Christopher. I saw a post on um, social media and I just knew that's it. You and I are having the conversation, if you were willing to, (laughs) about um, adoption adoption and and Christopher. And so that's that's what this talk is going to be about. And I'm super excited. Obviously, I'm stumbling all over my words to get going in this conversation. And, and, and I also want to be very um, tender to your feelings. And if I ask anything that feels like it is off base, please let me know and we will skip right over that and move to something else because I truly want to honor um, you and your family. So um, I just want that to be out, and out, out there so you know you can hit that pause button anytime. But I would love well, thank to- Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> so I would love to start with finding out what brought you to the adoption process to begin with. Well, um, I'll take you back when I was a small child. I've, I'm number five of seven, grew up on a mm. farm in rural Wisconsin, and um, I was an outdoors girl. I was Tom girl, and i played with all the cats and the dogs and I was in the coop with the chickens and I loved taking care of animals and other people's kids. As a teenager, Mm -hmm. I was the one that the neighbors would call to um, stay with their kids. I was babysitting all the time. And, but my heart was always on adoption, Um, adoption of animals and adoption of, of kids. And I didn't know 
any adoptive families growing up, but I don't know why, but I know my youngest sister always said, honey, you always said you're going to grow up to be a nurse and you're going to adopt your children. <laughs> and, no kidding. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think God laid that on my heart very early. And wow. I didn't, didn't think much of it, uh, even as I grew into my teen years. And um, then I met my husband when I was 21. We... Um, we were married for 10 years before we even talked about starting a family. So because wow. I just, I just came to the point that we weren't, we were just going to be childless. Like, and we were good with that. We were, we were living our lives. He's a pharmacist. He's working full time. I was working three different jobs as a waitress and at the humane society at the time. And then I decided to go to nursing school and um, we were just living our lives. We adopted our animals. You know, that's when I was introduced to the Humane Society. And I was like, oh, we have to adopt this little doggy. We have to adopt this little kitty. Yeah. So then we had a house full of adopted animals. And then I was about 31. And I started to see my friends start starting their families. And I started going, you know what? I think I want to be a mama, you know, a mama of a human. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. but I, and I was an OB nurse, you know, I started out, I had, I had been an OB nurse for several years by that time. And, um, it, you know, helping mamas go through the birthing process and everything. I, yeah. I can't say I ever had that urge or, or anything to actually birth a child, but Boy, did I want to be a mom. Wow. Isn't that that's something? Because I've never heard it like this. I, I, I'm i so intrigued. I've not heard it like this. And especially you and Corey just being married and the whole idea of, of not even discussing, do we want to have kids? Do we not want to have kids? Because sometimes just early on in the dating, that that's part of the conversation. And, and it was just like, nope, not even on our radar. And even being an OB right. nurse, my goodness, you're holding all these teeny tiny little babies. And it's like, <laughs> Nope, not even on the radar. It's just amazing to me. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yes, completely different. Completely different. And um, because I have heard stories after story after story of just heartbreaking, um, if, you know, stories of families, you know, who try so hard to become parents. And, and then they turn to adoption as kind of the last resort. Right. Sometimes. So, yes, our story is completely different. Not sad at all. <laughs> Just more like, it's almost like he, Christopher was a miracle. He was kind of a miraculous miracle because when we told our families <laughs> we were going to adopt, they're like, what, another dog? Or, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, we're going to actually adopt a human. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's good. <laughs> yeah, so, so do you know, so like you were watching your friends are having kids and they're mm -hmm. building a family. And, and so was it something where it was just like, you felt it stirring inside of you or do you, do you remember what that was all about? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, you know, it was, it was one thing just delivering babies for you know, strangers and my pa my patients, 
Um, but once I started to see my friends, my real close friends, and I was holding their babies and helping deliver their babies and them, like their lives completely changing for just a miracle. I was just like, I think I want this, you know? And so then it took us, you know, it was a couple years. We were talking about it. My husband was much slower to get on the bandwagon. <laughs> Because <laughs> he kind of liked our life, you know, he liked our lives with our our doggy, our two dogs and our three kitties and um, working and fulfilling our dreams that way and just being together. We had a very full, beautiful life. Yeah. But I just knew in my heart that it could be even fuller. It could even, yeah, have one more, this sweetness. Yeah. You know? Yeah, blessed into our lives. So I'm not sure how to um, even put that into words, but yes, it was a stirring inside of me. And I was like, yeah, I think I really want this. And then um, I started looking into adoption and adoption agencies. And oh, Nada, that was so fun. And you know, oh. I haven't talked about this in so long, but we cool. were looking at just, <laughs> yeah, just, age, just looking at the agencies are just like, and the possibilities. So do we go, you know, um, outside of the country or do we stay here or do we go outside of the state or, you know, and we decided to settle on Lutheran Social Services. Mm. Um, and that was in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. And we went to classes and we did all of the things. And by then my husband was getting pretty excited and, um, um uh, November is National uh, Adoption Month, and there was a big meeting, so we went to that. And that was our first meeting. We got our names on the list. We decided to go through open adoption. There's different adoptions that you can go through. And an open adoption is where the birth parents choose the birth or the adoptive parents. So the birth parents choose the adoptive parents for their baby. And I said, oh, absolutely, that is the only way to go. Because when they choose us, they see our portfolio. They know who we are. We know They know um, what kind of people that we can provide and what kind of um, environment we can provide their baby. And they get to follow um, the child growing up. And it was just, it's, it's been beautiful. Yeah. It brings tears to my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You could hear mm-hmm. it. You could hear that in your voice. Mm-hmm. Oh my, you're not disconnected. You are just the, the birth family or birth mother, at least mm-hmm. get to stay in touch with the, the family that has adopted that child. And it's right. just got to be the most beautiful thing. And I want to dive all into that, but I'm going to wait to dive into okay. that. Um, so that the birth, so what, so now you're at the Lutheran services, you decide that you want to have yes. this open adoption. And even if, if mm-hmm. I can step back, cause I know you said at the beginning, um, your husband mm-hmm. wasn't as excited as you were at the very <laughs> beginning. When did he start changing his mind? I think when he started to see the the passion and the longing that I really 
wanted this. And my husband, bless his heart, he wants to see me happy and he wants to fulfill every dream that I have. And he has since day one. And we've been together um, almost 30 years now. Wow. (laughs) I feel so blessed, but he does. I feel very passionate about something and really feel like I want to go forward with something. He is backing me up all the way, mm-hmm. yes. 100%. And beautiful. He, when, it, he is a beautiful person, absolutely. And so when we went to the very first meeting, it's this big room full of, you know, almost expectant parents, but in a different way, right? Right, yeah. And, um. And then we were we were um, put together in different groups. There was a group of probably I think four or five couples. Okay. And all of and then we were able to meet like weekly because we had parenting classes. When you adopt a child, now this was 18 years ago. Christopher's 18 now. Um, but you had to go through a parenting classes, and it, it was not optional. Okay. <laughs> and um, and it was for a very, like, it was over six months. But we formed wow. a beautiful bond. Mm-hmm. We formed this bond uh, with these couples. But every single one of their stories were just tragic, you know, yeah. uh, where, where they've tried and they've had the uh, unfortunate miscarriages and um, just so, so uh, very sad. So my heart went out to them and I was just, I just prayed for them like, please bring them a baby. I want them to be chosen, you know, and, um, but it was, it was, yes. But then my husband, yes, he was, he was all in and he was excited and mm -hmm, going and yeah. And learning all about the children that need homes and the parents, what they go through, because then we had, we had adoptive parents come speak with us with their babies in their arms. And then the birth parents, many birth parents came to speak with us. So uh, we were able to see both sides. It was beautiful, Nada. It was mm. awesome. Because I'm just coming from, you know, a, a potential adoptive mama, you know. Right. And then to have, yeah, then to have the birth mom and dad come and speak to the group. Wow. That was life-changing. And to see it from their point of view and what they, I mean, how brave they are and were to um, choose adoption for their child. Right. It's beautiful. I learned so much. Yes. Oh, I bet. I bet. Oh my gosh. So, so I mean, how beautiful to have this bonded relationship with the Mm -hmm. couples, you know, other potential parents that are coming into these meetings too. And, and right. I, I, it's the same way. Most people that I know that have adopted children, it's because of tragedy for whatever reason, they're not able to have children themselves and, and, and they've gone through many, many uh, miscarriages and it's just very painful. The whole thing is so painful and, and tragic. And I love that you guys get to be together in this. What cracks me up is, and it's beautiful, but you guys take a class for six months to be parents. And it's like, it's not required when you're just a husband or wife or girlfriend or boyfriend and, or whatever. There's no, like, you just do it. It's like, I'm shooting from the hip, have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm just going to do what, how I was brought up. It's the only way I know how to do it. So, oh my goodness. 
I love that there's the classes, but everybody that was in your group, did they all end up with children or, or do you guys even stay in touch anymore? You know, back then, 18 years ago, there was no Facebook. I mean, there was email. So I think, oh, right. I think if I remember right, we did have an email group at one time. And then once we started becoming parents, you know, then, um, and then we all kind of went our own separate ways. Oh, sadly. But, um, but I remember, I remember their faces, you know? Yeah. And what, uh, what was a, a little bit of a struggle for me? And it wasn't even a struggle. It was more like heartbreaking is that I didn't want to share my story because it wasn't a tragic story. Um. Like mine was like, I'm here. We could potentially, um, birth, birth children. My husband had gone through the, um, the surgery, you know, when he was 25, we just decided, you know, I didn't want to take birth control. So he okay. went and had his, uh, you know, so, and yeah. I didn't want him to have that reversed. Oh my goodness. That's a very expensive procedure and very, no, I didn't want him to have to go through that. And I'm, right. I've always considered myself an adoptive mama. Yes. Um, so, so, um, so it's a little bit hard for me because people are looking at me like you could like, have you could potentially birth a child and you're just choosing not to and I don't know if there was any judgment there but I could feel some sometimes there was yeah um do you know what I mean and yes. so that was a little hard because everybody's story is different and you know I think Nina that helped me grow up and see other people's uh views of yeah. other people's stories. And that's when I think I became like, I cannot judge anyone. Yeah. I, do you know what I mean? Like, yes. I, I just can't. And when those adoptive or those birth moms and dads came and told their story, I cannot judge them for what they, and I, I can't judge the adoptive parents for making the choice. Like, I am going to, I swear that is when I decided to accept everybody where they're at. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, yes. yeah. 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 I love this because we just had this conversation in a different podcast where it's the, the things that show up in our life always offer blessings. And so when we're mm-hmm. in a place where it feels like, you know, maybe I am being judged because even though nobody said anything directly to my face, but it allows me now to know I'm not going to be in judgment of anybody else because if if I want if I want to adopt a child and I don't want to you know try to have a a, a child naturally that's my right. choice and really we don't right because judging is always the person who's doing the judging yeah. it's never the person who's being judged it's a reflection of the person who's doing the judging so when we get right. to realize right. like I don't need to judge anybody ever it's not it's not even my place to do it it's you know however you choose to run your life is how you run your life so I love that the blessing came out of that that you you knew you didn't have to do that so Tanya what's going to happen is we're going to run out of time because it's always a time warp when we're in these podcasts and so oh my goodness yes it's insane I have a list (laughs) of questions that I want to ask you so as we are wrapping 
um, this first episode down because first I want to know, are you willing to come back and, ca- and carry on this conversation with me for next week? Are you able to do that? Oh my goodness, Nita. Absolutely. I would love that so much. Perfect. Perfect. Because we got so <laughs> much to dive into. So to close this one out, I guess the question that I would like to ask you is for anybody who is... Um, contemplating adopting, because of course it it would be hard. You've not given a child up for adoption, but you have had, you've received a child that you adopted. So, so if there was a parent out there, maybe even in the same shoes as you, you know, we probably could Mm -hmm. have kids our own on our own accord, but we don't want to, we want to adopt. Um, and maybe I'm a little bit afraid of the judgment. Maybe somebody, I, I don't know, I'm not going to do it because somebody else's opinion is, it's looming big over me. What would you say to them, Tanya? You know, I believe that God puts ideas and passions in our hearts for a reason. Right. And if adoption keeps tugging at your heart, then at least look into it. And that's what we did. We became curious. Like, so mm. what's out there? Yeah. What, uh, what organizations, what um, agencies are available? And, and then there's so many different options. It's, it's endless. So I would just say, seek really in your heart what God is speaking to you. And then speak with your partner. Or if you don't have one and you're single and you're like, you know what, I think I want to do this, then there are agencies, there are birth parents out there that are looking just for you, honestly. I mean, yeah, so I I always say just, you know, think with your heart. Yes. (laughs) And and go, like, just go with it because that still small voice that's speaking to you, it's speaking to you for a very good reason. Yeah. Honestly, it's not wasting your time. It's it's there for a reason. Uh, yes, mm. it's, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> 100% agree. Absolutely, in total agreement with that. Yes. So thank you so much, Tanya, for taking the time mm. to be with us here today and, and share this part of the story of how it was that you became adoptive parents and then when you come back for part two, I want to dive in all about the birth pam- the birth family and Christopher mm-hmm. and all of this other wonderful stuff. So thank you so much for being here and for all of the listeners. Um, please be sure to come back and join us for part two so we get to hear all about Christopher and how this family became, went from two to three and everything else that's mm-hmm. happened in between. I'm grateful to have you here, Tanya, and I'm grateful to have the listeners. Thank you all for being here. Until next week, bye-bye for now. Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show and don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.